Hello. This episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is sponsored by Cash for Cash. Hey, you! What? What's wrong? I'm broke. Have you ever heard of Cash for Cash? No. Oh boy, you're missing out. Why are we yelling? Cash for Cash is the only service that will accept absolutely anything in exchange for real, government-certified, hard-earned, stone-cold cash. Absolutely anything? Absolutely anything. Give us your used clothes and we'll give you cash. cash. Give us your grandmother's antique jewelry and we'll give you cash. cash. Give us your worn-out CDs and DVDs and we'll give you cash. cash. Give us your old Pokemon cards and we'll give you cash. Give us your Facebook password and we'll give you cash. Give us your empty Metro cards and we'll give you cash. Give us a copy of your birth certificate and we'll give you cash. Give us a strain of your hair and a jar of your urine and we'll give you cash. Give us whatever's in your pocket at the time and we'll give you cash. How does this work? Give us your soul and we'll give you cash. 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 Oh, hello. You've you found us. <clears throat> hope hope everything is good hope all is well and um all of all of the other shit you say look you 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 get it okay you you know what's going on you know where you at right if you clicked on it nine times out of ten you probably already know that it's the Evil Ego Hour podcast program, audio show, whatever you want to call it, where every episode is the first episode with Coach Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. You probably already know that. You probably already know the music is starting now. You know the format. 19 episodes deep into the second season, man. Getting ready to wrap up. Five episodes left. Tell your friends. Because we're here now, and before you know it, we'll be gone will vanish into the night listen today's episode we're talking about all things bias that's right we're back in our psychological bag talking about cognitive bias and the many many forms of it there's so many psychological blind spots that we have as humans and uh you know the biggest thing that i got from this episode is that we, we just want to feel like we have shit together, man. Humans just want to feel like they have a firm grip on reality. In a world of chaos, we just want to feel like we're right. Can we be right about something? It's wild. And, you know, avoiding bias is something that's actually super important whenever you're gathering statistical data. We didn't talk about that part of it at all because we're not freaking nerds. I'm just kidding. We, we're, we're nerds. Yeah, I guess we're nerds. But we didn't. We stayed away from that part. Um, but avoiding bias is super important whenever you're doing surveys or anything like that. And everybody has bias. That's, that's another huge conclusion that we got from this. Everybody has, but unavoidable unavoidable maybe maybe most people have the bias that they're a good person everybody thinks that they're a good person it's like i don't know are you we want to know what's your bias what's what's what in this episode what bias did you relate to the most and even me saying that there's a type of bias that that encapsulates that very idea in itself which is also really interesting this is a great episode, jam-packed with information. Again, let us know, what is your bias? As always, Beats by Makile, 
link in the description. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe if you get the chance. And let me get out of here before I get too self-conscious about this intro. It's the Google Hour Podcast with Close Quota Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Allow me to begin the program. be careful with what we declare as facts be careful with your facts people say facts oh when you just say like be careful with what you're declaring as facts i mean if you're in a setting by yourself and you just you and some friends but something may be true but it may not be facts facts. there's a difference between truth and a fact you already trying to give them a bagel yeah i'm gonna sip this wonderful tea that yeah your honey turmeric tea that your boy made you listen listen the overthinker's paradise. Ooh, I like that. Coming back at you for another week, another episode. And if you're confused about what's going on, about who's doing it, about what space you found yourself in, let me go ahead and clear that up right now. It's the... Here we go, our podcast with Coach Cody Manali. I'm your host, Knight, here for another week. I didn't know if I was talking or you was talking. <laughs> like for us to be that in sync. That right. was a little scary. We I kind of need... felt like my voice felt like it was in more than one spot. Man, how are you? Can um, we talk about that? You know, since I walked through this the door to your apartment, mm-hmm. I'm good. You feeling good? I'm good. That's good, man. I'm, the... I'm with my boy. I want to talk about your experiences, right? Because you moved, right? Mm-hmm. Just just for a quick second. I know it's a little stressful at times when you're under, moving. I'm trying to keep it under 10 seconds. I moved. It has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. I went from living, some people may call it the hood or the ghetto, whatever the fuck. Now I'm living in fucking Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. So it's everything feels a little bit crazy right now. So it's not, but the area that you're at right now, it's 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 pretty good, right? It's, no, it's, it's really safe. it's really nice. It's I mean I don't I didn't feel unsafe in my last apartment, but I think other people when they visited or when me, they go there, they're like, they're like oh. I don't know. But um, do you feel like you deserve it? Do you feel like you deserve how nice everything is? I do feel like I deserve it. Um, so it's it's weird. It's weird. It's feeling, weird to feel meeting, like you deserve something that, really nice. Yeah, meeting that what I feel like I deserve. It's uh, it's kind of strange, and it makes me, but it makes me want to work harder. Yeah, and I looked up your neighborhood. I was like, okay, is that uh, the reason I even brought up safety? Is because it was like there's a lot of like different businesses there, and I was like, I don't think you're gonna run into any like gang situations. You might run into a gang. You heard about GSG? GSG? Yeah. No. Green smoothie gang. 
that's probably the only gang you're gonna run into out there because oh the motherfuckers is all fucking Lululemons, vegans, and Whole Foods. Fuck so yeah. you enjoy yourself out there, sir. Yeah. Listen, let's get to the topic for yes, today. I'm excited for this one. You're excited about I'm this? I'm really one? excited for this one. Actually. We called a lot last minute Audible and said that we were gonna talk about this. But yeah. when you heard about the topic, did you feel like you had a I was like information hmm. to provide about this one? Yeah, it felt like it hit that spot where I'm just like, yes. And we've kind of talked about this topic before. We've talked about things that this topic involves uh, on a previous episode. And let me just go ahead and talk about what the topic for today is. The topic for today is bias. Bias. Or biases, I believe, is the uh, Uh, plural version of bias, right? Let's just call it bias. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> we'll just keep it simple. Bias. Bias. Yes, we we've talked about different forms of bias in in the past. Yeah, um, my I, favorite. Your your favorite what Dunning Kruger? Yeah, my favorite bias. I feel like I feel like I think about the Dunning Kruger effect all mm. the time. Yeah, ever since we did that episode, I do think about the information that I don't have and the fact that I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the reason I wanted to talk about bias, of course, I always talk about the reason why we're doing this certain episode. And I feel like I feel like our perception and all the information in our minds is just made up of things that we want to believe, mm. even though there's like, uh, you know, even though stuff sometimes points to the contrary, we yeah. still like want to believe stuff. And it's like a mix of things that we believe, whether we like it or not, the yeah. shit that we were told early that yeah. we actually can't change that we think a certain way, you know? That's definitely facts. And I feel like the amount of information that we consume now, and they call it now like we're in the knowledge economy, mm-hmm. um, but the amount of information that we consume now, anything that we want to believe, we very much can believe, and we can also live in that world. Mm. I think the world is big enough at a point where there's enough of us and there's enough connection where we can live with within any community or within any any space that or create your with, own individual world or yeah, universe or any belief that we want to believe we can live within a, a space that that uh incubates it yeah and find a group of people who are going to confirm what we believe exactly and so we all there's dangerous. enough there's a, this world is big enough for our all of our own little worlds so before we get into this in-depth discussion on bias the bias boys we gonna do what we do best or what my co-host does best and the only thing he knows how to do and that is read definitions please close code manawi can you read the definition of bias you're gonna read a lot of these definitions today (laughs) since you want to patronize oh all right i got you but bias is the prejudice in favor of or against one thing person or group compared with another usually in a way considered to be unfair Mm. No way to begin. So biases are normally unfair, saying that's just one definition. Yeah, that's, I mean, biases tend to not be neutral. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And I feel like on this podcast, it is like a never ending quest for neutrality. We're always yeah. trying to find that neutral point mm-hmm. and, and talk about the things that we do uh, without us actually having the knowledge of us doing them. So for this episode, you can call us the bias boys. We're going to talk, talk about bias today. I, but I, I just want to say that I think it's hard to remove bias from anything. I yeah. mean, of course, as 
I guess if we're looking at it from like a scientific point of view, we want to do as much as we possibly can to, to remove bias. To yeah. remove bias, but just like the Dunning Kruger effect explains that even if we were experts in removing bias, we're it's we'll probably still have some bias in there. Yeah, I think just knowing what your biases mm. are um, allows you to have a little bit more control. Trying to take your biases into account when you're making decisions and, and interpreting information. Right. Exactly. Right. So since you are, we already talked about a little bit, we can just do a quick review of what Dunning Kruger effect is. Mm-hmm. It's the cognitive bias in which people uh, with low ability at a task overestimate their ability. Uh, it's related to the cognitive bias of illusory superiority. Remember that? Remember yes, that phrase? For sure. Yeah. People but just have an inability to recognize their lack in an, in an ability. And I love the the illustration of the Dunning-Kruger curve mm-hmm. because, you know, we start from this very neutral point and then when we first get into it, we feel like we know everything. But like as time goes by, you, you just realize more and more that the realm within you are not aware of and you, you don't know. And mm-hmm. so the amount that you feel like you know, like dips, even though you actually know more than right. when you were more confident. Uh, right. And in what you knew. So it, I, I just love the idea of that. And it kind of keeps me in check. And this, just the just, more you know, the less you know. I just rather feel like I know less because that's what's going to propel me forward to know more. I, yeah. You see, and there's two different responses to that because I hate that. I hate that. I can get to the top of that hill and have all this information and just see the whole valley like, oh, I don't know. Shit. Other people that that gives them a sense of like, oh, like that drive to go get the information for you. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that seems like a lot of work. Just keep I'll just keep uh, reconfirming the information I already know. Um, (laughs) Let's move on to another type of bias. Shall we? These are our new bias. Yeah. These are ones that we have not talked about on the podcast before. Uh, We're going to try to cover as many types of bias as we can, but we did point out the ones that were the most interesting to us. So we won't cover literally all of them, but we'll provide the information. To him. These are the ones that are most interesting to him. Can say that every episode? Like, yes, they know that I'm coming up with the arcs of these these topics and episodes. All right? I'm trying to put me on the spot. Yeah. No, I just want to put a little bit more pressure on you. I'm just just on this journey with you, bro. I'm just a co-pilot. It's a co-pilot. You know, it's an honor to be up here to say I'm also flying the plane, but, you know, you're Listen, doing you're doing shut all your work. ass up. And let's talk about this anchoring bias. How all about right. that? Anchoring bias. Anchoring bias. Alpha first, uh, uh, what do you think this is after hearing that? Anchoring bias. Take a some, wild swing. Um, the, I, the bias that you can't move past a certain point. Hmm. That's not bad. Oh. That's not bad at all. That's a really good guess. It's not an- that at all, like completely, not at, not that at all. Oh, okay. But that oh. was a really good guess, like oh, based well. off of the words. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So anchoring bias. See, my confidence is completely ruined. <laughs> but you should, no, no, that was a really good guess. So anchoring bias is a bias in which humans normally rely on the first piece of information that they receive. Uh, so it anchors them to that information yes. and they do, they try not to deviate far from that yes. information. And once the value of the anchor is set, all the future negotiations, arguments, estimates, all of that is discussed in relation to the anchor, in right. relation to the first piece of information that you received. Yeah. And that's, damn, that's crazy because our, you know, it's kind of like why we put so much emphasis on the first impression uh, we make mm-hmm. on people because we may anchor uh, what we think of that person based off of that first experience. And then you need like double or triple the amount of like positive experiences or 
different experiences to to counteract that but even with information we also have like it's very important for us to have a good first impression and even if you had right exactly and even if you had all the information afterwards to kind of point to the contrary of that you're still holding on to that very first piece of information or that very first time that you heard that information and and this reminds me of like all of the times where there's things that you realize that you have been saying for years and never really checked the validity of. Right. Just you heard it for that first time. It made sense and you're just going with it. You're just running with it. Those same talking points. Yeah. And then one day somebody t- tells you, you know, that's actually a myth. You know, that's not true. Right. It's and you're so like, hard Wait, for you to, what? Yeah. Like, nah, I don't think so. I'm going to keep saying it. Right. I think I feel that way with uh, like... Uh, vegetarianism and veganism mm. where it's just like you can't tell me it's not healthy right like, there's no way you can tell me it's not healthy and i'm but at the same time there's like more and more people saying no that's actually not for everybody yeah it's not for everybody so it's just and it's really hard to be like no nah, everybody can do it y'all just really attached to me and you're justified right and you partially maybe because you anchored yourself to that idea that that vegetarianism and veganism is the more healthy option just, in every situation right right exactly so and i feel like this type of bias is similar to the next type of bias that we're going to talk about, which is a little thing called confirmation bias. Mm. Now, you know about confirmation bias because this is the most commonly committed cognitive bias. Yeah. So confirmation bias is interpreting information in a way that just confirms the things that you already believe. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I feel like people do this all of the time. Of course, it's the most commonly committed cognitive bias because I feel like it's also super covert. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of C's for your ass. Yeah, no. But like, I feel like you know, you read an article and you collect information that's just based on what you already believe right. rather than looking up information or looking up articles that directly contradict what you already believe. Yeah, and I, I think you actually do a good job at that. I know you told me that during the, the crazy buildup to the election, you was looking for radically right people and you know following them or seeing what they're talking about. But I think it's also... Uh, in this day and age, our technology, aka the algorithms, they kind of mm. reaffirm confirmation bias because yeah. of targeted ads and and the way the algorithm targets uh, certain things about posts, certain information that uh, will cause you to stay on the their platforms. And so, the things that will stay on your platforms are not things that are going to reject what you believe or to make you feel worse. What's going to make you feel better is confirming that you were right the first time. Right. And I think, you know, you probably get a little dose of serotonin when when you uh, confirm that you're right again and you find another piece of information that confirms that what you believe is the quote unquote right thing. And, you know, with the social media and the algorithms, it makes sense because it's pointing me to things that I am already interested in. It's pointing me to things that I do already believe and I get a positive positive feeling from that because it's like see I was right oh oh this is this is some this is similar to the other things that I like so mm-hmm. it's helpful but I feel like it's also equally destructive because it pushes us further into those um uh, into those echo chambers yes it pushes us deeper into that kind of divisive state because we all are in our own separate universes right right exactly you you said it perfectly you know 
So let's move on to another type of bias, right? We're going to fucking blaze through these. How about that? A bunch of biases. A lot of bias. The bias boys at you again. Let's go. go. The next type of bias we're going to talk about is choice supportive bias. Hmm, That sounds like confirmation bias. It does sound similar to confirmation bias. Choice supportive bias is thinking something is better just because you made the choice. Wow. So this one I feel like is very interesting because of the examples that they gave were all in relationships. Well, definitely in relationships. That's yeah. not one that they gave, but oh. that is a very good one. Yes, okay. you think your person is the best and you are willing to ignore all of their kind of negative qualities just mm-hmm. because you pick them. Yeah, like, oh, that's it. But I picked them. But I picked them, though. Yeah, and I'm right. Right. (laughs) Confirmation bias. So it is similar to confirmation bias in that way. But uh, they pointed it out as it relates to politicians. Wow. Because, you know, both politicians could suck. Both both people that you're picking for president could suck. But you're going to pick the person that you believe is the lesser of the evils and you're going to ride with them in the end. Yeah, no matter what. You're going to say, oh, okay, but yeah, you know, you need time to change policy. But when Trump was the president, you're like, oh, no, fuck him. Get out of there. We need reparations right now. (laughs) And it's weird because it really just highlights that nobody wants to point out that they made a bad decision. Like, who wants to do that? Mm -hmm. That's weird. Yeah, because that means you have to then look at yourself. That means you have to then um, take on some negative emotions um, because mm. you were wrong. Mm. Simple as that. Like, like nobody likes being wrong. Yeah, and maybe we can counteract that bias by accepting that we're wrong, making it okay to be wrong, normalize being wrong. There we go. I feel like. If we could do anything, normalizing that it's okay to be wrong because every when you're wrong, it gives you the space to be right. And that's how you learn information. You don't learn information by being right every time. That's how you start to get the confirmation bias. There's another t- uh, type of bias that we probably won't go into called overconfidence, but that can breed that. Overconfidence it, is a type of confirmation? Is a, is a type of uh, cognitive bias, yes. Okay. It is. Um, and I think in just just in peak, peak form, you've led to the next type of bias when you were talking about how we just want to avoid negative, uh, negative emotions, emotions at all costs. Uh, there is a type of bias called ostrich bias. Ostrich now, bias. Now, I don't know why it's called this. I told you about this prior to the podcast. And you're yeah, like, and I was what like, what the, the fuck, fuck is that ostrich bias? <laughs> but... Um, I kind of shortened it just down to procrastination. Ostrich bias is the subconscious decision to ignore negative information. Hmm. So I think this kind of plays on that choice supportive bias. You don't want to accept that you've made a bad decision, that you made uh, a decision that might be potentially negative. Mm -hmm. So you just choose to avoid it. And I feel like... put your head in the ground. Mm, Is that it? Yeah. God, look at you, boy. That's a motherfucking bagel. I'm going to drop that right there. Um, so when somebody has a problem and they choose to ignore it, thinking that it's just going to go away, mm-hmm. uh, I really feel like I fall victim to this ostrich bias. I do try to put off negative, um, any type of negative energy, any type of negative information. I put, I don't watch the news and it is kind of believing or it is in my mind. I don't know if it fully exists if I don't actively think about it yeah i think a a lot of people do that to take it out of their reality and to pretty much make it so it doesn't exist and to confirm 
that what they're doing is the right thing to do. Right, right. But I think this also, this bias flared up and um, becoming a chronic issue probably breeds a little bit of like narcissism. Mm. Because like huh. you not being able to own up to the negative information or maybe how you've hurt somebody is kind of a oh, way negative information like about what you're doing about what you're doing or just anything period some it could be something about the world but it could also be about something that you're doing um, and I think it could cause you to tune out and to not accept reality because you're afraid and you're ashamed mm, it can make you really delusional mm-hmm. yeah that one that one's very difficult. Like, and it's it goes even deeper because when negative information is presented, then uh, these people who are engaging in this ostrich bias, even when the negative information is presented, they rather see themselves as an outlier independent from the information. And you see this a lot with smokers. It's like you can present them all types of negative information, but they see themselves as the outlier that like, this I'm information good. doesn't affect them. Right. Right. Just and I feel like that goes with the the um, oh, choice supported bias. I'm over this. I'm above I'm above that those negative effects. Right. No I, way I'm getting cancer. All these all of these biases, all these biases kind of bleed into each other because it just is like birth from the fact that you think that you're right. Oh no, it can't be wrong because I decided it. Right. Oh no, no. No. Like we've seen oh, the we first see ourselves. thing that I heard and I and I said it was true. That's right. That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> to go back to the beginning of the episode. I think you know, and it's weird how we just kind of see ourselves as the center of the universe. But at the same time, I completely understand it because right. how else will we be able to move about in the world? Right. How else will we be able to establish some type of control right. over the situation? Because if we're wrong, then we don't know what it is. And it makes it harder for us to survive or to to uh, be in a good environment. Yeah. If there's anything that we need to reaffirm through this episode is that it is okay to be wrong. Okay to be wrong. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like the trick to get behind some of these biases is like just accept that you might be wrong. And I and I know it's weird because you have to establish some type of ground to walk on, but there's always a line. Focus on what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. So the next form of bias that we're going to talk about is called outcome bias. Mm. Outcome bias is when you decide whether a certain action or decision is right or wrong based on the result rather than the conditions that existed at the time of the decision. That is a crazy one because, you know, people who are optimistic, they tend to make sense out of everything that has happened to them up until that point. Mm -hmm. So they, one, either feel like they have some control or also kind of making peace with what has happened and not hanging on to anything. Yeah, I mean, if you're deciding whether an action or decision is right or wrong based on the result... How else do we interpret information? Don't we base everything off of the result? Well, sometimes things happen by chance or happenstance instead of by your own uh, your own decision. Like you may have said like, oh, if I didn't go, like I need to go out more often because if I didn't go out, I wouldn't have met that person who helped me get this job. Right. But it, you can keep going out after that. And more times than not, when you go out or you go party, you don't meet somebody who you need. Hmm. So it's like paying more attention to the situation that surrounds the information or situation that surrounded the decision that you made rather than the result of what happened. Because if you judge it off of the result all of the time, then your information is going to be skewed in some way. Very skewed. Very Hmm. skewed. Hmm. Because some things really just happen by chance. 
and that happens a lot when you're when you're gambling or when uh, when you're doing like uh, day trading and investing is that like you may think mm. that the the example when we was researching this topic they said um, you know if you flip a coin a um, hundred times and it comes up on heads nine of those times the first nine times on that tenth bet the the chance of it being heads or tails doesn't change but you may think because mm. you flipped the coin nine times or 90 times in a row and it was head that you think that on the the tenth or you know on the tenth flip that it'll be heads again when the chances of it being tails is exactly the same interesting and you, you brought up like day trading and, and stocks. You believe that this is a, a cognitive bias that you want to stay away from whenever you're doing anything involving investing or yeah, stocks. Yeah, when, when the risk is a lot higher. I mean, I understand where that bias comes from as far as uh, doing things that you need to do or you've been taught to do, um, like socializing and networking. Like, I understand those Yeah, you things. go off of the results. Yeah, it's you, like- you go off the results and however they, they come out is what you're going to reaffirm so you can do that thing that everybody's been telling you need to do. Right. But when the risk is a little bit higher, you need to actually look at the information that is mm. in front of you because you can be making very risky decisions, but you're in a state that, you know, oh, I did this nine times before and it worked. So why wouldn't it work the 10th time when it's like, it's only by chance and it may catch you by surprise when um, it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to. Yeah, that's yeah, that's super tricky. And that makes me think of another type of cognitive bias that I feel like is similar to this one and also can be uh, taken into account whenever you're doing any type of stocks or, or trading and investing and trying to notice trends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's the bandwagon effect, which mm-hmm. I've heard before, but I didn't know it was a, literally a cognitive bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we don't even... There's a lot of things that are just a part of our regular daily experience that yeah. are actually very much psychological things. I yeah, mean, common phrases and, and uh, stuff that we say all the time that is like literally psychological concepts. Yeah, yeah, It's all these psychological phenomena. Yeah. That's just happening around us, and like even just being aware of them, it's just kind of like a show. You're just yeah. like, oh, that's cognitive bias. Oh, that's bandwagon bandwagon yeah. effect. Yeah. Oh, Dunning Kruger. He I thinks really he knows don't, everything. I, I, I don't want to be that guy though. Yeah. <laughs> you you want some real Dunning Kruger right now? Like you get that's a sure way to get kicked out the party. No, nah, yeah, I mean like psychoanalyzing everybody. You gotta, you gotta calm down with that one, but keep it to yourself. Man, tell us a little bit about bandwagon effect before um, we move on. So. The bandwagon effect is the tendency of an individual to acquire a particular style, behavior, attitude because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. It's pretty much just following the trend. And how... Because it's not cool to be... Like purposely against what everybody does, being right? a con- contrary. Yeah, just like, it. and you're doing it on purpose. If you're naturally like that, that's fine. But I don't even know like how to determine whether you're naturally like that because it's so much like nature versus nurture. It's so much like your environment affects you in ways All that these you don't biases know. Biases that are playing into like your personality. Right. And this is how we even acquire information or make decisions. We did an episode about self-worth and how you even establish self-worth is difficult because it is based off of a lot of what people think about you and and like the information that you've collected from other people over time. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to get away from this effect because we are greatly affected by people on Mm -hmm. on an individual level. As much as we want to be individuals, we're still going to follow certain trends. Mm -hmm. We can't get away from it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes it, you know, it's harmless when it, when it comes to like, you know, uh, what's your favorite sports team? Like, oh, I love the Warriors, or oh, mm-hmm. I love the Patriots. Like, it's like those bandwagons is just like, okay, who cares? But uh, if it comes to information that can change people's lives, and you think that. Uh, you know, everybody should be vaccinated because they said it was safe, or because you or think, the opposite. or you think masks are stupid. And look, nobody I know has the virus. It's a hoax. Right. It's so many different. And this, our, what we're living through right now is probably the biggest indicators of all of these biases that we're talking about today because I feel like they're all at work right now. Yeah, everything is just a huge mind fuck right now. I yeah. mean it's I mean we kind of picked a perfect time to be recording this podcast. About bias, yeah. Um yeah, about bias, but everything right now is like cuz everybody is in these heightened uh states and I forgot who said it, but um that somebody said in times of chaos is the perfect time to observe human nature. Mm. And all of these biases or biases or bias. How the fuck you say this in the plural sense? Um, all of these things are very, 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 very natural things. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't like you having a bias is doesn't make you stupid or it doesn't make you a lesser person. It's there is no way to avoid yeah. these biases. Yeah, even if you are like consciously thinking about them every day, you're gonna fall victim to something because that's the nature of them. Yeah. Uh, like Dunning Kruger, it's it's literally a blind spot. It's it's something that is kind of worked into the way you see the world that's designed for you not to see it. Yeah. And it's and it's weird because in these states of in- uncertainty, I feel like uncertainty breeds a lot of bias because it's again you have to pick some type of road to stand on you have to, so i'm gonna go just go with what i think i'm gonna go with whatever's positive i'm gonna go with whatever's the first piece of information that i got mm-hmm. you know you need something right. in this state of uncertainty yeah it's 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 really hard but I, I think that um and it's you know you cannot monitor yourself all the time or you end up uh, almost being like a uh, a psychological uh, hypochondriac, or mm. you're just trying to make sure that you're like super neutral all the time. But I think if uh, I think if we just you know keep these biases in mind, but um, you really have to watch out for them when you're making important and possibly life changing decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the time when your awareness of these biases um, need to come into play. Yeah, I agree with that. And something about what you said made me think of the ostrich bias again. And I was thinking of just how there's uh, probably a bias to attach yourself to positive information. I know there's a negativity bias where people attach themselves to negative uh, negative information. Yeah. Like I've seen that often yeah. and I've been a part of that every yeah. now and then. Yeah, that I mean... Very much the, um, there's a word for it, but essentially people are just addicted um, to negative emotions because it also, it's not necessarily a a serotonin spike, but it's a, it's a um, adrenaline spike Mm. where people like seek adrenaline and and they do it through drama. Very good point. Very good point. Uh, So let's move on. Uh, We got two more we'll give you two more and then we're gonna dip because we got things to do cody got furniture to buy and assemble so uh we gotta get out here and uh cutting it out that's what you're doing today boy all right let's get into these final types of bias that we got and there's so many different types of bias we'll provide you with resources so that you can go into all these different types of bias because it's truly crazy how many things we do unknowingly 
Um, the next type of bias that we're going to talk about is the curse of knowledge and hindsight bias. And I'll give you a quick little summary of what this is. It's once you truly understand a new piece of information, that piece of information is now available to you and then becomes seemingly obvious. It might be easy to forget that there was ever a time that you didn't know this information. And so you assume that like yourself, also everybody else knows this information, which is the curse of knowledge. However, it's an unfair assumption that others share the same knowledge. And in the hindsight bias, it's similar to the curse of knowledge. They're kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Because once we have the information about an event, it seems obvious that it was going to happen all along, which is like the hindsight of it all. So, yeah, once you get some information, it's obvious. You don't even remember a time where you didn't have the information. And therefore, it's like everybody knows this. This is obvious. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's one that I feel like it's... There, you have to actively avoid um, mm. falling, falling like Into victim that to that bias. Yeah, and and the curse of knowledge. I think we probably both uh, with this amount of information that we consume, um, it can it can make us feel like we're in the in a world where people should know all of these things and we should be aware of these things and. But uh, right, and we have to simultaneously keep in mind that we don't know everything. Right. Like we have to, you know, we can't be those people. So let's get into this final type. The of final one. This is one that I think uh, I think this one will resonate. Um, Definitely it's, resonates with you. You got uh, a weird uh, grin on your face right yeah, now. Yeah, I think I think I think it'll resonate with me, but I think it'll also resonate with um, with all of our listeners because it's kind of happening right now. And okay, so okay. let's Hit get into it. it. So the Barnum effect. Now most people, if you do a little bit of um, psychology studying. Um, you probably already know this one, and you probably hate horoscope, horoscopes because of it. But it is the bias to process vague and general information and make it applicable to yourself. But mm. I think that there are details within it that are very, very interesting. So, um, so first, it's best to acknowledge that we like to process information based on the idea that the world we live in makes sense so we we, it's like on a we don't actually think we live in a world of chaos we tend to make some sense of it we tend to yeah we couldn't think that the world was chaos or we wouldn't be able to go about the world with a calm demeanor or in in any way it it would be really hard for us to make uh, sense of our experiences or, or information if we actually lived in a world of chaos. Most people go to work not knowing that, not believing that they can lose their job any day, even though that they could. Most mm. of us were living our lives free willy-nilly, not thinking we could ever go into a lockdown right. or that a pandemic could just break out. So we like to know or we like to think that we know how the world works at least a little bit. Exactly. Know? And so um, with that, thinking that, you know, it, since it's harder for us to experience information and like this world of chaos we tend to make sense of the world we think the world makes sense and so if there's any gap in our understanding of things we tend to fall back on our intuition and what we know and our personal ideas and our earlier experiences Mm -hmm. and and fall on some some of these other biases too like whenever we have a gap in knowledge then we insert another bias you know like the we've been talking about all these biases and they kind of just 
it seems like they fill in the gaps of this knowledge. There's another type of bias that's similar to what you're talking about called the decline bias or AKA declinism. That's similar in a way because we tend to think that we have the world figured out and we don't like change. We like to, we want our worlds to make sense. We have another type of bias declinism where we tend to favor the past over how things are going now or, you know, the future. We tend to think it was automatically better then than now and that's really because we're not noticing that it takes more cognitive work to make sense of um, things that haven't presented themselves to us yet we have to kind of um, decipher all of this change and you rather just think things were better then yeah and this is essentially a result of being like maladaptive and we got we had two two biases an extra little bias um, mm-hmm. for yeah um, but yeah, those people, they tend to be older as we, or we would assume that they tend to be right. older. Um, back in my day. Back in my day, hit us. Um, <laughs> but you know, they can happen to people who are also young and, uh, anybody can that fall. nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anybody can fall victim, um, to declinism. Um, but moving forward, um. Yeah. Back into the Barnum effect. Back into the Barnum effect. So during the process of us filling those gaps with what we already understand and falling back on our intuition our, and, you know, our personal ideas mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and as our minds make connections between what we experience and what we think in here, we easily tend to process general and vague information and make it personal. So this is when people's uh, whole hold up with horoscopes come uh. in um, because there's you're saying, you know, a lot of horoscopes, they can be very general mm-hmm. and they can be applicable to anybody. But because it's your horoscope, you tend to personalize it and make it make sense. But what's the but what's the. What's the downside to this one? Because isn't that just living? Like you attribute value to things that may not even actually have any value. Well, like- it, it can be that, but it can also cause you to personalize information. Think some information applies to you when it actually doesn't apply uh-huh. to you. And so that can cause you to, um, it, can, it can make you skew your self-image. Mm, okay. Yeah, that does make sense. But um, also, as a result of this, we tend to hold on information that is most easily applied to us and get rid of everything else. Uh-huh. So anything that we we can make a quick connection to what we experience and what we go through, um, then we're more likely to go on to that information and hold on to that information. And anything mm. else that's surrounding it, we tend to either forget or to just leave to the wayside. And the reason why I think that is probably one of the most interesting biases on our list is because during this episode, um, what stuck the most was information that most easily applied to our listeners, to you, and you probably just discarded mm. the rest of the things that we were saying ah, around us. The actual people listening, you're saying. Yes, the actual people listening, even us listening to this episode yeah. after we finish recording it, what's gonna stick the most is the things that most apply to us right, right. now. Right. And that's the thing. And that's that's interesting, man. Yep. I that's that's a mic drop. That's it. Because I was going to say something like it it literally, you know, it proves how kind of egocentric our minds are. Yeah. But we are very egocentric people, whether you want to believe it or not, whether you want to believe you had ego death. 
Or ego rebirth. Mm-hmm. You did one shroom cap and you think you know the whole world and all the levels to it, boy. Get over yourself. Listen, thank you for that mic drop. What information did you did you hold on to out of this episode? Was it the information that just related to you? Um, For me? I think it was the ostrich. ostrich. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking about to the people. Oh. <laughs> but thank you for that. It was the ostrich one. I think it was the ostrich one. That's the one that was most interesting. Maybe it was the name that also made it interesting. Is that the one that applied to you the most? You think though? Um, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't think you hold on to. Maybe uh, I'm, I'm, I'm staring stuff. clear of that. Uh, of that of the Barnum effect. Listen, man, and woman, and everything in between. I don't care what information you uh, you took from this episode. Okay, hopefully it's helpful. I just want you to take this information from this episode. Coach Cody Manawi, can you let the people know what they can do for us? So if you can remember anything from this episode, please make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and or on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like our page on Facebook. And sign up for the newsletter, evilgrower.com. And if you're feeling generous, if you feel like we deserve a little bit of support, um, feel free to go to the link in the description and give us a tip. You right, can give anywhere enough. between a dollar to fifty dollars. I had enough of you. All right, enough. Okay, bias boys bias in the boys. building. The we out. We appreciate another bye-bye. week of listeners. We love you all. Try to identify that bias. Make sure you keep 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 messaging us. I've been having some really great conversations with uh, with with a few of you, and I really appreciate it. Um, like I feel like we are cultivating a very cool community, and we're gonna keep working to expand that to give more resources to give things for us to hold on to. Absolutely, every day, every day. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.